Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rollski. To my right, the board man. To my left, Uncle Buck, and my main man, DG. What's happening? You ever seen Jurassic Park? Seen the first one. The, uh, the original. Okay. Did you see any of the sequels? Any of the ones after that? I've seen part, bits and pieces, a little bit of you know here and there, but. I don't think I've watched any, like the whole movie at all. I've never seen Jurassic Park start to finish. I've only ever seen bits and pieces of the original Jurassic Park. And what made you bring that up tonight? The Velociraptor. All right. It's one of the fiercest dinosaurs in that, in that entire movie. Yeah. I read something this past week that just absolutely blew my mind. I wanted to bring it up and see what everybody thought about it. The average height of the average Velociraptor, the size... Can I guess? Yeah. 5'2". The big ones are 5'2". The big, the biggest Good ones... Good guess, Rolski. The biggest ones get up to 6, 7 feet, all right? But the average Velociraptor, not much bigger than a rooster. What? Not much bigger than a rooster. The well, average, well, in the movie, they had the big ones then. The huge ones. Yeah. They're huge. They yeah. look enormous. They look like they're two stories tall. Maybe not that big, but but big. I know what you're saying. The average velociraptor. Those are seven footers. The average velociraptor was was really not much bigger than a like a big rooster. So we're talking maybe Wa- waist two height. Foot. We're talking maybe two foot waist height, maybe two three feet. I've never seen a fucking rooster up to my waist. What DG. kind of farms are you going to? Yeah, now? I've never, uh, it's a little bit bigger than a rooster. Come on now, I'm talking body. All right, the head's gonna be a little taller than that. Come on now. You're so full of shit on this one. I mean, we're I'm not making that up. We're literally two minutes and 16 seconds in, and you're telling me a rooster's up to your waist? Where the hell have you been? The head head is up to your waist. The head of the velociraptor's up to your waist. you You said rooster. I did, didn't I? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) There's a unique smell down in the fucking studio tonight. And I was wondering what the hell it was. And then I looked to the right. Rolski, who the fuck is this homeless man that is down in the studio tonight? Yeah, we really didn't bring him in at the top, did we? (laughs) Kind of forgot about him. Forgot he was here. You know what? Let's just start with this. Corey K, can you play the voicemail that we received this week? This individual is in-house tonight, but we're going to play this first. Hey, this is Monk. I'm here to call. All you guys were at a wedding last night, and I asked why there was no Miller Light there, and you guys always make fun of it. You said it tastes no good. It's an old man's drink. Well, you guys are full of shit. The Bush Light was there. Everybody loves Bush Light. I don't know why. That beer tastes like shit, and you guys almost be taking a mouthful of lake water like you go to Tennessee. It probably tastes that. So lay off the Miller Lite, and that's all I got to say about that. And by the way, Clay, nice fanny pack. See ya. DG Buck, what do you guys think about the voicemail you just heard from this guy right here beside me? He is in studio right now, and for those of you out there that don't know, Monk, that you just heard, my father. DG, what do you think? I think there's some <clears throat> some things to unpack there with the voicemail. Yeah, what do you um, think? To the fanny pack he was referring to, that was, you know, we talked about last week, you were the flower boy. Right. And you had your flower petals. We've already talked about that. Yep. 
And he's, I mean, he's right. You know, we've been talking shit about Miller Light on here for a long time. Since day one, I believe. Nobody, <laughs> I don't think anybody that we've ever had on likes Miller Light. Well, now, now. Besides Jake. Jake. He brought a whole cooler full of Miller Light in this son of a gun. That's true. I forgot about that. Buck, what do you think about Miller Light in general? I mean, I don't like it. I hate it. He wants to talk about drinking piss. That's piss. piss. I just want to know whose phone you used to dial this in on. Mine. Was it? I think. I'm just surprised. Just just wondering. Are you surprised? Are you, are you surprised? Are you getting at it because I'm too old to have a... I never son. said it. <laughs> I know what you're getting at, dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I've gathered here today is that Monk's pissed off that we've been dissing Miller Lite. And all we drink on the podcast is, you know, the light beers, natural light, bush light, bud light. So I went to the gas station this afternoon and I bought some Miller Light for us four. Corey with the K, Uncle Buck, DG. We're going to drink a tall boy of Miller Light. But I also bought Monk a bush light. So he's going to drink the beer that he don't like. And we're going to drink the beer that we don't like. And we're going to talk about it. So right now, everybody crack open your beer. Monk, get your bush light. Don't look at me like that. Just crack open your beer and just enjoy it. That's not lake water. That's the most purest beer in the market today. So I'm going to take a sip of this piss-ass Miller Lite right now. I don't know how anybody drinks this, DG. I really don't. If you're not older than 50 years old you have no business drinking Miller Lite it's an old man's beer that's all it is to it the only people I see drinking Miller Lite besides Jake he's been on the pod is just old men Monk and all of his older buddies that's all they drink is Miller Lite but those are he's only got like two guys that drink Miller Lite with him everybody else hates it that's it Monk anything to say about that Miller Lite sucks why is it an old man's drink because that's been, this has been around for Years, but the only years, the only years, the only people I see drinking it is you and your two best friends, and that's a problem. Well, house come it's not more popular if you say it's a good beer. No one else drinks for years. It's probably the most popular beer going. Well, I would, (laughs) Monk. What what appeals to you about Miller Lite? What do you like about it? Tastes great, and it's less filling. (laughs) I wonder where you got that from. (laughs) It's original. At first off, when I take a sip of this, it's a, it's smooth, almost unflavorful, and then it's like I took some uh, some dead grass and threw it in my mouth and chewed on it. To I me, like, that's what Miller like. I like that cat shit you ate. Uh, the, ca- the cat <laughs> shit probably is a little better than this. So you're telling me you'd rather get cat shit flooding into your mouth from the weed eater than drink Miller Lite on a daily basis? That's not true. This, okay. I can do this. The cat shit, I can't. The only way that I think, <laughs> the only way that I think I could suck down a Miller Lite is if, like I am right now, it don't taste that bad because I'm about four deep. I'm about four bush lights deep right now, and I feel like this Miller Lite, it ain't bad. But if I started with it, I wouldn't like it at all. Do you guys agree with that could at all? You, could you get through one? Oh, I could get through it. I mean, I can drink anything, DG beer-wise. I'd choke it down, but... There's no way I could start with it. One more question I got from Monk about this Miller Lite. Was this the beer you started on? Yes, it was. Yes. When did you start drinking? Uh, Your mom don't listen to this, so she can't slap <laughs> you around. 
I don't know. When I first started drinking, I didn't drink beer. Usually started on the liquor, seven sevens and all that stuff. Boone's Farm? About anything. Usually drank a lot of liquor. That gave me a hangover, so I was like, I can't deal with this. So started drinking beer, Miller Lite. Of course, you guys probably know when you start drinking beer, beer don't taste good. No, when it you first start no. out, you probably think, oh, yeah. You My know. buddy, buddy didn't drink beer until he was probably twenty-one years old. I was probably around that age or after. Well, back then, I mean, legal legal drinking age was eighteen, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. So you were just straight out of high school, or maybe even in high school, drinking beer. Were you in high school at eighteen years old? Yeah, I was a senior. So you could buy beer for your buddies while you were in high school. Could you guys imagine that, Buck? We would probably be in jail for life. Well, now you know why they raised it to 21. <laughs> <laughs> so, Monk, you answered my question for me. How's the bush light tasting? Got any, I want you to be on. I can spit this out. And there's a trash can right to your right. That's my, my wife asked me the same question. You're going to lose him. You're going to lose him. <laughs> uh, he's struggling. I just want to state for the record, Monk, I don't I don't really don't have anything against Miller Lite. You know, now, I, you was talking shit about it on the last pod. I, I was. I think I got caught up in the moment. DG, can I ask you a question? I'm not going to go out and buy a 12-pack of Miller Lite. It's, you know. I'm not going I'm not going to drink it by choice, but I don't I don't mind a Miller Lite. I'm not going to turn Miller Lite down. Is that fair? Fair. I don't turn bush light down. I mean, like Clay said, I don't start with it, and I won't. But if I drank 25 of these, I'll run out. I would love to sit down with you. Now you're just talking out of your ass. I'd like to sit down with you and see you drink 25 beers. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. If you drink 25 of those, how many times would you have to piss? 250. 250 times? (laughs) Probably. Get <laughs> up in age, you got pee. Bushlight, you said in the voicemail that you would rather drink lake water, and then now you're saying you can drink it. So which one is it? The lake water tastes better, but if I drink four or five of these and I run out, and somebody hands me a Bushlight, I'll drink it. That's fair, because that's the same thing you said, right? Yeah. I if somebody guess. hands you a Miller Light and you're four or five in, you can drink it. Monk, what did you drink at the wedding? Bud Light. Bud Light. How do you compare that to a Miller Light? I got no problem with Bud Light. Okay, so I could buy a twelve pack of Bud Light if I had to. Your choice, your second, your second option, if Miller Light wasn't available, would be Bud Light. Bud Light then Coors Light. Now, have you ever stepped outside your safe zone and had anything dark? You ever had a Sam Adams? Yeah. Uh I've tried Sam Adams many times with. Uh, DG's, DG's, DG's daddy. I mean, uh, no. Dark Bear just kind of turns me off. Just looking at it, it's like, yeah, yeah. Not happening. So you said before you started drinking beer, you got into the dark stuff. Some liquor, some whiskey, some bourbon. What what was your go-to? Because, I mean, we these guys are big bourbon drinkers around here. As you can see on the table, we've got a whole like platter full of it out here. So, I mean, what was your go-to when you were younger with the, the bourbon? Oh, it's just a Seagram's. Seagram seven yeah. with Sprite. Yeah. So seven. He, I think he said that, didn't it? Seven and seven. Seven, seven. Yeah, something you know, like that. That was Buckwheat's favorite drink. 
Really? Yeah. Seven and seven. Seven and seven. I'll be Dan. R.A.P. So, Monk, appreciate you coming on. It's been a long time coming. You've been giving our asses hell on the voicemails, the text messages since we started. This next segment is what we like to call Rock and Fire. Every new guest that comes on the show, we like to put them through it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you several questions as fast as I can, and you're going to answer them as fast as you can. Afterwards, we'll go over your answers. Is that all right with you? Sure. Try not to think too much about them. Rock and fire. Answer them as quick as possible, all right? First question. What else do you do besides walk your damn dog? Walk myself. What's the best vacation you've ever been on? Hawaii. What color was your overall favorite pair of Chuck Taylors? Gold. Who is your celebrity crush? <laughs> Back in the day when I was young, it was Angie Dickinson. What year did you subscribe to Playboy? Um, I want to say 20. Huh? What year did you just <laughs> subscribe? How old was I? Or no. What? What year? year was it 1920 uh, that sounds about right for you monk <laughs> <laughs> shut up uh early 80s have you ever wanted to beat a referee's ass oh yeah hell yes hell yes if miller light was never invented what would be your favorite drink uh just another beer bud light or bud light okay so let's go over them you said you walk yourself beside your dog. What the hell does that even mean? Do you like going out and taking a nature walk or something? I go out. After I walk the dog, I go by myself. I go out and take a longer walk. Any questions about his walk? Where does this consist of? Oh, down the path. The, bike, the bike path. Bike path. Walk around the cemeteries. stuff. Brown's Chapel, Frankfurt. So, so in our local town, we've got a nice bike path that was built, and it goes for... You know how many miles that thing goes for, Monk? Frankfurt to Courthouse, Chillicothe to Courthouse. I mean, so we're probably talking 30 miles. I think it goes out of Chillicothe through Frankfurt and then out of Courthouse. Okay, so he likes he likes walking the path. And then, then you say you go to the cemeteries. Now, what is it about the cemeteries that turns you on for a walk? <laughs> Nobody there. Usually. Nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. Nobody there. Some dead people. What's the best vacation you've ever been on? You said Hawaii. Now, there's one question that I want to ask because I hate flying. So I want to ask you this. Hawaii is probably like, correct me if I'm wrong, a 10-hour flight. Correct. It was for us. Yeah, we flew backwards, went from Columbus to Atlanta, Georgia, from Atlanta straight over. So it was about 10 hours. Hoo-wee. How, How was that? that on an airplane? Well, you got to figure it's a big-ass big, air, big ass airplane. And you can get up, you can get up and walk around because it's so big, but... Yeah, it's, it's a long ass. Was hole. it was it a double decker? No, you couldn't go underneath at all. It was about uh, five, ten, five. Really, it was that big. Yeah, man, shit. Never been on any, one like uh, that. When you flew out or when you flew back, you have any jet lag? Uh, flying there straight, that was that was rough. But you know, once you got off the plane, you see Hawaii. It's like. No time to rest now. So. so when you say you flew there straight, are you talking straight from Atlanta, Georgia? You flew straight to Hawaii? Yes. And that was a 10-hour flight? 10 hours. Oh, man. Did you take a shit on the plane? No, I did not. Were you glad that you didn't have to? <laughs> yes, I was. 
So in Hawaii, like what was your favorite part? Like what was your best experience in Hawaii? Pearl Harbor. Really? Yeah. A lot of history there, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it humbles you. Got to go on, you know, you go over right over to the Arizona. It's, it, it humbles you. Um, what about the scenery? Uh, it's best I've ever, best I've ever seen. Yeah. Water's about, uh, so clear as purple. What time of year did you go? Uh, anniversary, middle of June. How was the weather? About 80 to 85. Breezy? Uh, not a whole lot. No. What was your best food that you had there? Uh, just anything. I mean, just like, why I mean, nothing here? was different than, they didn't have like a hog roast out on the beach or, uh, what do they call that? I a saw luau? one, I didn't go to one. That's me first. Monk, did you go on any like uh, hikes or anything up like volcanoes or anything out there like sightseeing? Uh, walked up to Diamond Head and walked all the way up Diamond Head. That's a Straight, straight up. up. So is know. it like a rainforest? Can type you explain look? that to us? What the hell is Diamond Head? Oh, it's it's like the big bunker like thing they built after the attack on Pearl Harbor because they thought they might get another attack, so they built this big. It's like a big bunker, but it's way up, so it's had to climb up. And you knew the elevation on that? No, I don't. You were just tired when you got there. Uh, when we got to the top on a clear day, they said on a clear day you can see the island of Maui. Mm. And so what islands Diamond Head on? That on Hawaii, like the main island? Oh, yeah. Okay, Oahu. So that's I'm glad you brought that up, DG. He visited several islands, right? Uh, just Maui. Okay. How many islands are in Hawaii? No idea. Five? Four or five? five. Oh, I'd say like the five, yeah. Okay, moving on from Hawaii. What collar was your overall favorite pair of Chuck Taylors? You said gold. I don't know if I've ever seen you wear a pair of gold Chuck uh, Taylors. That was back in the days. I went out to the Laker game. And uh, went, just bought a pair for Lakers, bought a pair of gold Chuck Taylors. I thought that might have been the night you lost your virginity. <laughs> so, Lakers, I'm glad you brought that up. The reason I got my Lakers hat on is because the Reds are out of contention. Out of contention. Can't make the playoffs. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the Reds. You guys blew it. Great Maybe season. next year. Maybe next year. But NBA is starting training camp. I mean, yeah, you know, we're about to get back in the flow of things. And me and Monk text about every day about the Lakers. So that's why I got it on. I knew he was coming in tonight. Monk, how do you think the Lakers are going to be this year? What do you think about the roster and their new pickups? Uh, I like the roster. I mean, everybody's bitching about they're too old, but I like the roster. I mean, the NBA is just all about health. Everybody's got to stay healthy. If you want to win, you got to stay healthy. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be, I don't know, top top four in the West, but I don't think we can take the number one spot in the West. I really don't. Definitely a playoff team, though. Oh, we're going to be a playoff team this year, for sure. Um, I think top four, but these other teams, man, they're they're young. They like to run. They like to shoot threes. I don't think we can keep up with them, to be honest with you. NBA is all about shooting the long ball now. Can the Lakers do it? I mean, LeBron's not a good shooter. Westbrook's not a good shooter. Anthony Davis isn't a good shooter. Wayne Ellington's old. Trevor Reese is old. You tell me. I think Westbrook playing. LeBron thinks he can sit out now. I can take breaks here and there because Westbrook. That's what I was going to ask you. A little load yeah. management. Like, do you th- are you confident enough when LeBron needs to take one or two games off in your bench? Yeah, because that's when we can bring Melo in and we can have him score twenty a game. 
when LeBron's playing, I don't think Melo will see the court as much. So he's a decent puzzle piece. Yes. Okay. If LeBron or Anthony Davis need to take a night off, we've got Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard to come in and play for them, then I think they can do decent enough to win a game against a bad team. Like, if we play the Detroit Pistons, I think we could sit LeBron and still win the game. Confidently. If that makes sense. I mean, that's what I was going to ask, and that's... You answered it. Back to your Chuck Taylors, Monk. The gold Chuck Taylors. How many Lakers games have you went to out in L.A.? Because I've never been, and I've always wanted to go. I've uh, been to two. They're both uh, when they played in the Forum, Showtime Lakers. Magic, Cream, Worthy, Byron Scott went out twice. They won the NBA championship both years I was there. What time of year did you go out? Uh, First of April, I believe. Okay, so early. What did the women look like in L.A.? Very good. I mean, the beaches in L.A., it's not the same as you're going to see at Myrtle Beach. beach monk. Well, I'm telling you, dumbass. <laughs> I mean, you go down the beach in L.A., it's it's different than what you're going to see at Myrtle Beach or anywhere you go else. Monk, when you were down there, did you visit Malibu Beach at all? I went to Malibu, yes. Did you roller skate? No, no I did not. Anyways, moving on. Gold, though? Did you have a Lakers jersey on or something? Uh, just you know, you're out in California. We just went went into a mall. Oh, you bought them when you were there. You yes, didn't take I them with them you in California. Okay, yeah. was that your first set of Chuck Taylors? No, no. So you've worn Chuck your entire life. Yes. Let's talk about some Chuck some more. This guy, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Monk. You used to play high school basketball in Chuck Taylors. Uh, when I was a sophomore, we had. The baby blue chucks, yeah. DG, do you think you could ever play in a pair of Chuck Taylors? I don't know, man. I mean, if I played in that era, probably, because that's what everybody played in. But I got flat feet anyway, and there's no arches in those Chuck Taylors. I'm going to need some kind of insole. I can't even walk in a pair of Chuck Taylors without my feet hurting, man. So there's just no way I could play, Monk, so salute to you. Who is your celebrity crush, DG? You asked this earlier. Uh, you said Angie Dickinson. And uh, Corey with a K, he pulled up some pictures of Angie Dickinson here. Tell me how you kind of came across Angie Dickinson. How, uh, how did you and Angie cross paths, Monk? Uh, I think when I was in high school, she was on a TV show called Police Woman. And, uh, yeah. Sounds, Angie, sounds hot. Angie, was, it great was, it a, was it a porn? Was it on HBO Late Night? Police woman? No, it's on. Sounds like it prime could be time TV. It sounds like it could be a late night show, Monk. I'm oh, just asking. Damn it, it's a great question. I was going to ask if it was a porn. <laughs> no, it wasn't a porn. So Angie Dickinson. So how old was she compared to you when you had the hots for her? I mean, look at the fucking tatas on her. Oh, she's probably. Uh, she was probably when she was in Police Woman. She's probably forty. How old are you? When when that happened? Yeah. Uh. 15, 16. Okay, so you like the older women. You were into the MILFs at that point in time. Okay, so how many rolls of paper towels did you go through? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I said, what year did you <laughs> What year did you subscribe to Playboy? You said you were 20 years old. I was it probably early 80s. So how the hell did you pay for Playboy when you were 20? Did you have a job? No, this was a birthday present. I said, subscription to playboy your father no who well it's just you know who gave it to you who bought this subscription mother for you? mother 
Your mom bought you a Playboy subscription. Yeah. What a woman. That's, that's, what a, dude, that, that might be the best part of this podcast. Yeah, and then it got when next birthday it got renewed every year. I oh, tell you that's what. a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> that, <laughs> if it ain't. Would that not be the greatest if your mom came to you and said, Hey, I'm gonna give you subscription to gold to Mrs. Poindexter on OnlyFans for the rest, however long you want it. Every year I'll renew it. Yes. Holy shit. We would have been hiding the computer screens then, man. We would have been hiding it. Monk, now, did you listen to the podcast or me, Uncle Buck, and Troy went over one of your old Playboys? No. Okay, it was the Rated R podcast. You don't. I know you don't like listening to the Rated <laughs> R podcast, but down here in our case in front of our studio here, we've got the Playboy that we reviewed, and her name was Gianna Poindexter. Does that ring a bell at all? No. Was she the... It wasn't Point. Playmate of the month? No, it wasn't Poindexter. It, it was Gianna Amore. Amore. Gianna Amore. Gianna Poindexter's... That's your fantasy football. That's my fantasy football day. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, we I found your box out in the garage. And I, I went through it and I pulled out an old Playboy. Me and Troy and Uncle Buck went through it. And anyways, I was just asking. I didn't know if you remember Gianna Amore. I think she was, what, 1989? Yeah. fold of the month. October? August. 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 Anyways, yeah. I, I, I just want to tell you, I, I, I looked at that magazine and I'm still picking hair out of my teeth. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to beat a referee's ass? Oh, yeah. Now, can you tell a story about one time you got so pissed off that you just wanted to kick a referee's ass? Yeah. Uh, actually, it was a, well, I get pissed off referees all the time. I hate referees. I just hate referees. Don't period. we all? Even if they walk out there, you're just like, uh. This guy sucks. Guys blow. <laughs> you can tell that when he steps on the court. Well, is you've had him before. History? Yeah, yeah they, they get a reputation. Yeah, you, you know who you, you got. Yeah. And if you see one guy you don't like, you said, "Oh, this game, it ain't gonna work out well." Yeah. Well, I mean, do you have a story? Uh, well, actually, this is a junior high game. I mean, get, I this is the only game I ever got kicked out of. I, I mean, these, this guy was refereeing, and he was refereeing with his wife. And they must just start it because neither one knew the rules. And, you know, I'm letting this go on and on. And finally, I just I just went off on the guy. It's like uh, we shot the ball. We got a rebound, and he called three seconds. I said, you know, I just went off on him. He missed over and backs. So he never called it. I just went off on the guy. I said, what the hell? I said, do you guys know what you're doing? Do you know the rules? Do you know the rules? And he, he kind of went off and told me to sit down and all this. And I just kept going at him. I mean, I went at him hard. Just Did you like, ever did you ever throw a cuss at him? Did you cuss at him at all? Or was it just, just oh, yelling, cussed, raising your voice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you're not worth a shit. This is bullshit going on out here. Oh, okay. So you, you really <laughs> went in high him. game. You were dropping that shit. <laughs> yeah, junior high. Once he gave you your first technical, were you like, well, this guy's an asshole. I'm going to go after him again. I'm getting tossed. Or did you not expect to get tossed after that? Did you keep going at him after the first technical? No, it's more or less. He gave a technical. Both, both technicals. It wasn't like it was a technical. You got to sit down. No, it's like. It was like double. Yeah, you're out. He double tapped you. He, oh, how the hell do you do that as a referee? I've never well, seen that before. I tell you, they won more shit. I told you that. <laughs> he double tapped your ass. And then, you know, I was like, after he got, I was pissed off. And then the seventh grade coach was like, 
tried to calm you down. Yeah, get me off the court. And I, uh, Wasn't having it. You was ready to kick someone's ass. Okay. Now, as a junior high, like a coach overall, when you get your first technical, are you your main goal is to get the second one to get the to get out to get tossed? I think I, you got to prove a point. I've got you know you get a technical, you're proving a point, but then you just kind of you got to take your down. seat. You got to simmer like, down. But you're just trying to. Prove a point. But I feel like points made at that point. I feel like this jackass and his wife just pushed too many buttons throughout the game, and Monk wasn't going to settle down at this point. You got him too riled. Correct. Uh, Yeah, you know the crowd. You know the crowd starts yelling at him. I mean, blah blah blah, and then you know you hear the crowd just screaming at him. Then you know I've just finally had enough. One last question about this: Did you end up winning the game? No. That sucks. That makes it all. If you would have won, I mean, then it makes it all would have been all right. Yeah, Yeah, you lose, then you got to sit out two games. So, oh, then you got to take an anger management class. (laughs) It's like what the the hell? Hundred bucks and an anger management class. If Miller Light went extinct, what would you drink? You said another beer, probably Bud Light. What is it about Bud Light that's better than Bush Light? Because I feel like Bush Light at this point in time might be just as popular as Bud Light. I don't know about you guys. You guys probably, but when I drink Miller Lite and I drink Bud Light, I really don't taste much difference. I feel like Bud Light doesn't even compare in the same category as Miller Lite. DG, Buck, can you guys agree with that at all? No, nah, it's in the, it's in the same league. You think Miller Lite's in the same league as Yeah. Just the other day on the last podcast, you were talking about how much shit you hated Miller Lite. You said you you didn't enjoy it at all when you were driving to the bachelor party. This man can't even stand right now. Look at his his knees are shaking. Um, My knees are shaking because I got to (laughs) piss. Well, Monk's about done here. We're going to get him out of here. But Miller Lite versus Bud Light, is there a comparison at all? It's alcoholic. We'll end it with that. That's what it comes down to. It's any, a beer. Any last questions for Monk before he heads out and goes home and eats his crock pot of chicken wings that his wife's been cooking all day? How are you getting home? I got my car out there. Okay. Is it is it always crock pot for the wings? You ever air fryer or anything else? He's scared of the grill. This guy right here is the biggest pussy. He does not like grilling food. He has an electric George Foreman from 1998 outside. He does not like fire. I wanted to buy him a nice grill for Father's Day one year. And he goes, don't do it. Don't do it. Because I will not use it. I'm not I'm not messing with that fire. I ain't doing it. He's scared to death of a grill. That black, that dark arts, black magic. He does not like a grill. Monk, do you still use your George Foreman? I just used it the other day. Yeah. An electric grill just fires me the hell up. Well, did you say you were at somewhere with the grill and the damn thing caught on fire? And you said, well, it's a good thing I was there. The damn house would have burned down. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had several grease fires on a grill. Well, yeah. there's, there's your proof. I mean, they're You just got to know how to deal with it. Well, just I'm not much on fire. It was in Buck's contract, Monk. And if you ever want a contract, I'll give you a part-time contract. But at the bottom, it's going to say, don't be a pussy. And I don't think you should sign it. Monk, we appreciate you coming on. <laughs> It's been a long time coming. I'll tell you what, if you pay Uncle Buck 500 an episode like I heard, I'm worth 750 goddammit, I'll tell you that. I'm not bad. I can't wait to hear what we got for later then. Hi, right, Monk. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming. Man. And I don't, I don't, 
mean to say this to be demeaning to any of our former guests that we've had on because we've had some we've had some dandies. But I I think we'd all agree this is the first first episode we've ever had a living legend right here right here in our midst in the studio. He I mean he hit it on the head when he walked into the studio. I'm pretty sure my jaw jaws dropped. It did. He is a legend. Nobody expected it. I've had this thing planned all week long. You guys had no idea. No idea. Completely blindsided. You said you had some some surprises in store for us. I had no idea what exactly it was until I saw the man, the myth, the legend walk into the studio this 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 evening. Gold Chucks. Gold Chuck Taylors. Wow. I, I couldn't imagine what that man looked like with some gold chucks on. And how about his mother, my grandmother, buying him the Playboy subscription? Did you know did you know about that? I have no idea. I love it. I love it too. Family mysteries being solved right here live on the air. Anyways, <laughs> Monk, we appreciate you. Can't wait to have you back on. But we must move on. We're 40 minutes in. I've got a new segment for you guys. All the listeners out there, you guys have never heard this before. I'm going to call this segment Bucket Babble. And what Bucket Babble is, this week I wrote down 20 different things. Now, th- these can be categories, things, topics, people, or acts. So, like nouns. Yeah. Okay, we could say nouns, smart ass. They can be nouns, and I threw them all in a bucket. Fucking nerd. And what we're going to do is we're going to pass the bucket around, and everybody's going to pick five. Five different pieces of paper. And when you read your piece of paper off, when it's your turn, you've got to create the conversation about what's on that piece of paper. And we've got to hold the conversation for at least a minute or two. Let's lead it off. I'm going to go first. I'm going to have the bucket in my hand here. First topic. Stadium slash fan fights. So we've all seen it going viral here lately. I feel like on TikTok, Twitter, maybe not so much Facebook, but there's been a lot of fans getting in fights during football games, during the baseball games. I mean, I just seen a brawl out of the Dodgers. And also... You know, the last night at the Bengals Jaguars game, there was a brawl and I seen it on TikTok. It's a cat fight. Yeah. There was two girls and then the guys got into it. Their boyfriends got into it as well. So my question to you guys is if you were a fan in the stadium, what would it take for you to get into a fight? Like would a a beer on your head or someone like calling your wife or your girlfriend a bitch, like, hey, bitch, sit down. Like, what would it take? Like, what would it take for you to throw hands at a stadium? It would take, for me personally, it would take a a hell of a lot. Oh, I know. You're, you're, you don't like getting in violence. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, what do you call it? I'm you're not, a lover, not a fighter. I'm not confrontational. Right. Right. Yeah, that's the word I was somebody looking for. Could, somebody could toss a beer right in my face. Like, And you say, ooh, was that Miller Lite? No, no. I'll just... <laughs> Hey, he well, wasted a shitty beer. No, I'll just I would just say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go. Like I don't I, I know what what could happen now. I've seen enough videos. I know that this thing could get ugly. Whoever did that's obviously intoxicated. They wouldn't have done that. Let's just leave. Let's just get out. Right? If somebody called, let's say my wife a a, a name, probably because they were intoxicated, let's just peace out. 
let's just let's go find some empty seats let's just yeah let's just go walk somewhere or you know let's just get away from the situation just just remove ourselves buck i think your answer is going to be completely different what do you got for me uh well we'll start with definitely a name call of the wife yeah. Like if she was standing That's up. That's going to trigger your ass. If the Bengals scored and she's standing up and a, a Schittsburg fan behind her says, set the fuck down, bitch. Like. You might give him the eye, kind of like you're giving me right I'm now. I'm giving you the eye right yeah. now. Like, did you. That's what you said. Yeah. We'll see if it continues. Let it go. Let it go. Give him the eye. Because I feel like DG talked about it on the last episode. You're going to put that son of a bitch on notice. The, the caveman instinct kind of pops out of you like yeah. fight or flight. Yeah. If it happens again, there's no, you know, flipping a coin. He's not going to get the word bitch out of his mouth before he's laid the fuck out. So that right there and that name calling to the missus. To my wife. That's, I, that's oh, an, absolutely. That's, that's unforgivable. That's like me sticking. I mean, that's your wife. You married to her. She expects you to have her back Cave, at all times. You days. Are, exactly. Fair enough. DG. Pick out that bucket. Front yard seasonal slash holiday blow up decorations. <laughs> Which you just broke. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> what the fuck are the odds? I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> my wife is absolutely going to kick your ass when she finds out you Dude, broke. We already it. talked about this. She's not going She's not going to know. Does he listen every Hopefully episode? Hopefully she don't listen. Anyways. <laughs> hey. What do you guys think about like say it's October now. The first of October, recording on Friday night. It's, it's the, definitely October. The now. energy's high. What do you think about the assholes who have the big old blow up witches in their front yard? You know, I, I, <laughs> I some people live for that shit. Man. I just think it looks so tacky. It does look tacky, but some people, like for some people, Halloween is their favorite time of year, and they live. They, well, I'm not only talking about Halloween, DG. I'm talking fine. about the big old reindeer and the Santa Claus. How about the people who have like three or four like huge blow-ups with the air? You know the air pump that's blowing them up? Yeah. you got the Santa Claus. You've got the elf. You've got the reindeer, and then you've got the sleigh, and you can't even see the people's house because the blow-ups are so big. I have no problem with that. Like if if that's what they want to spend their money, I don't on, like it. If that's what that that's how they want to decorate their yard to get in the festive mood and contribute to the festive atmosphere, okay, and get people so in the spirit. We're two totally different seasons. He's, he's making a great point yeah. right now. Like if it's we're we all want a happier, okay, country, like world, okay. right? And if this I is going to make the bringing joy, yeah, exactly. If it's making the old jackass that gives you the eye when he walks his dog <laughs> in the middle of the day. Speak uh, in okay. August. Keep going in August. Yeah, like your dad, like Monk. <laughs> if the guy's been an ass the entire year, and then all of a sudden October rolls around, he's got a witch that's blown up thirty feet. A, that's a hell of a tackle dummy. And two, if it makes him happy, it makes him happy for a month. I mean, like DG said, I don't have anything against decorating to your highest ability. If you want to spend your money on that, spend it. Okay. Corey, any thoughts on the decorations? Are you a big decorator? Oh, no. I live by myself. I haven't had a Christmas tree up in three years. So I, I mean, yeah. as far as the decorations up top, I agree. It's just a waste of money. Don't get me started on a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. I will spend some money on an effing Christmas tree. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You mentioned it last time that you went out and got one. Look, oh, yeah. how much did you spend on your Christmas tree? Because you, you re-upped. I could have probably bought mm, a 1995 Kia. 
for the amount of money I spent on my Christmas tree. <laughs> oh man, dang! And why? And why is that exactly? Like, what, what is what is it about it? I tell I tell a my great wife, Christmas tree. I tell my wife. I mean, Christmas. We can look around the pod right now. Christmas is probably all four of our favorite holidays. Probably. I mean, he's still got his tree up. It's not lit, so we're not. But Christmas, fantastic. I tell my wife every year, let's make this place look like Santa took a shit (laughs) in this son of a bitch. All right? I respect it. I just don't like the big old blow-ups in my front yard. That's just me. Moving on. Buck, take out the bucket, brother. Mean dogs. Okay. I mean, I don't... I just recently purchased a dog. Right. And your dog's not mean. It's not mean, but it's going through that phase where she bites, nips. But mean dogs... I don't know. I feel like if I was protecting my dog or was taking my dog outside and then our neighbor dog went haywire or was loose and tried to attack her, I would kill it. So you're not a fan of mean dogs? No. And I don't think UPS workers or FedEx workers or postal workers are fans of mean dogs either. And that's when I wrote this down, I was thinking of, you know, working like a FedEx or UPS job and you're walking out of your truck and you're going up to the front porch and they've got a loose pit bull or Rottweiler or German Shepherd or even, you know, maybe a Chihuahua who's an ankle biter takes after him. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And they're running back to their trucks. We always see the videos on like TikTok and stuff. I mean, they're viral of the people running back to their trucks. Um, Mean dogs aren't fun. You ever been attacked by a mean dog? I've never been like viciously bitten by a dog at all. Have you guys? Have you guys ever been bit by a dog? No. You know, when I was little, I've 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 suffered a couple of dog bites, but I don't think it was the fact I don't think it was the dog being malicious. I think it was the dog maybe being surprised by me and being a little little territorial. Were you going after its ears? They don't like their ears rough. Nope. No. Nope. What my dog was it? Trouser? No, no. Trouser Trouser was always a sweetheart to me. I guess mean dog and protective dog are two separate okay. categories. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Because Trouser was very protective of myself. That's a great point. And your sister. And my sister, but the people that were also there all the time. I mean, he was a hell of a protective dog. Right. Now, when it comes to dogs, I've never been physically assaulted, but a cat. DG had a cat named Pickles, and it fucked me up one day. <laughs> Yeah, that's because you. <laughs> this asshole to my left hit pickle in the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> On accident. On accident. Well, I would but fuck still. you up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I needed like thirty-four stitches. Def- defending yourself. Bullshit. <laughs> it was a bloody mess. No, it was not. He didn't even draw blood. So can we? Can we all just say this? Screw the assholes who fight dogs. Make a mean. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that's... I got no argument with that. I mean, absolutely. Moving on. Corey, pick out the bucket. The middle finger. So, uh, first thing I think of that is just like like road rage. Somebody just... You, you, you're driving and someone just flips you the bird. Um, I mean... I do it almost weekly, Corey, if you want um, me to be honest. Corey, like, Corey with a K. You never flip somebody the bird? No, driving? Yeah. No, I call them like a bad word just and to myself in the car. You can say it. You said a bad word? You can say it. What would you say to him? You jerk. What would you say to him? 
motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they cut you off, like just in the just, wrong thing. And, but yeah, you but, just tell them, you just tell them, you but, just say, yeah. you motherfucker. Uh, my favorite thing is when they honk at you and I'm like, oh, good to know your horn works and just don't pay attention to them. But you ever, you ever be in a situation where, you know, somebody honks at you because they're mad at something you did and you just wave to them? Yeah, that's my, oh, fa- my, my man, favorite. If someone waved at me, yeah. I know that's just making my blood bubble. It's the ultimate revenge. Somebody honks at you. Eh, eh, yeah. Where's your blinker, asshole? And you just, oh, hey, buddy, <laughs> hey, you honking at me? Yeah, yeah. Have a good day. Smile. Now, when I think of the middle finger, you know, there's two different ways to do it. There's the way that you can go full out, 100 percent serious, and not throw out the thumbs. Or you can say, well, this is friendly. I'm going to throw out the thumbs, so I really just don't even mean it, but I'm just going to do it anyway. I never knew that even existed. Oh, yeah. I knew that back in third grade. So, Bucky, you've always just been straight bird? Yeah, I've never used the thumbs. Never the double. Okay. Well, the thumbs are are popular. I I heard if the, the, the myth back in grade school was if the thumbs are up, they don't really mean it. Right. It's like a joke. Right. If the thumbs are out, it means like, hey... Hey, buddy, how are you? Fuck you. <laughs> or, like Corey said, if you're in road rage, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> you throw up, down. You just yeah, throw you up just the straight bird. So I got, I got in trouble one time in like second or third grade for throwing up the, the middle finger with the thumb. And my excuse was I wasn't flipping them off. I was, it was my gun. I was shooting to get like a fake gun at them. Okay. <laughs> it was a little cap it was like gun. A, Whatever yeah. works. All right. Yeah. Just like the hammer on the gun. Yep. Moving on. My turn to grab one out of the bucket. Let's go with eating human body parts. So when I wrote this down, I thought about like if it was like an apocalypse or something. Life or death. Life or death. And it was just like you and like three other people and one other person didn't make it. Like they were dead. They were already dead. They, were, so they just didn't died. commit okay. the murder. I didn't commit the murder. Okay. They just died. Died of disease. Or yeah, whatever. or something. Natural causes, whatever. Didn't have enough water. Ran out of water. Didn't need have enough food. They only, died first. Only four bottles of water a day. Right. And I had to cut the muscle off their bones and put it over a fire and eat it. Could you guys do it? DG, could you eat me if it came down to it? Could you eat the little muscle I have off my hip bone? <laughs> my little buttocks over here. Could if, you eat my buttocks no, over a fire? No, I, I could never. I could never. I don't. No, it's one thing for me to stand, okay, stand let's here just and say, say this. Eat my peck, not my butt. Okay, that, does that, that change it? That, no, it does. I'll <laughs> okay. get a back strap. Just like on, on what a, I was gonna say is, it's one thing for me to stand here, you know, being well nourished and never being in that situation. And I would say no, I would never eat anybody that I that I've known. Right. So you could eat a stranger, possibly, if it came to it. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know. But I think I would be way more likely to eat a stranger than anybody that I know. I could never eat you guys. Just what, so y'all know, I would never eat you guys. What part of the body would be the best? I would think the rump roast, right? That's why I said my butt talks. I the, also think a peck would be all right. Be a, and you know what? What about the hammy? No, Buck? If, if Shaking your head, if, calf? If any four of us would die, I'm taking Corey's calves. I'm sorry. <laughs> But that is a lot of muscle, a lot of like a lot of protein there, a lot of protein, nutrition. Not much fat though. No. But us four, there's no way in hell 
I might take Rolski's scalp just to put in my backpack as a like a keepsake, like, <laughs> like just to, to so keep you, him as a memory. Oh my god! I mean, I'm not gonna eat that, you though. That's just gonna be skin. There's not gonna be any hair there. <laughs> you can't hold it up. Yeah, <laughs> tan hide it. Yo, I heard a joke the other day. Speaking of the hair, I was on a podcast I listened to, and uh, the guy asked me, said, "Hey, you just got a haircut." He goes, no, I just dyed my tips invisible. <laughs> yeah. Can't DG. Be. Actually, it's mine. Oh, I just picked. DG, pick out of the bucket. How about this one? Plunging someone else's toilet. Now, I plunge my own toilet, and I'll tell you, that's gross enough right there. But there's some comfort in knowing that it's your uh, byproduct. Right, but when it's someone else's, that's disgusting. I mean, that's that's just disgusting. And I don't even care if it's a good friend of mine. You know, you're you're trying to shove someone else's shit down your plumbing. That's that's gross. I don't care who you are. I don't care. It's dude. If I had to plunge, like you had a big enough shit down here. And let's just say you were so sick that you couldn't do it yourself in the studio bathroom. And it was up to me because this is my place, obviously. And I had to go in there and plunge your shit down. It's almost 100% guaranteed that I'm going to puke at some point. Yeah. And if that shit touches my body in any way, like it gets on my hands, it gets on my shorts, my shirt. Because, you know, when you're plunging, that shit's popping out of that toilet. You oh, yeah, know what I mean? I mean, you're putting some force down there. It's going on the floor. It's going on you. I'm puking. And I'm going I'm going to need a bucket. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to need a bucket. I'm going to need a trash can because that's how much puke I'm going to let out. It's well, just, it's so convenient that you, the last two, want, or the things that you've babbled on, they involve you, like, literally. How so? I mean, wasn't there a trip where we were on a houseboat? Your your ex laid one so large? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And Allegedly. Big Red had to go down there with a knife. DG couldn't even walk in there and plunge his fingers himself. And D, or, I tell you what, this is a true story, guys. <laughs> Big Red had to go down there and literally take a plastic fork and cut a turd into like 10 pieces so it would go down the toilet. Of the houseboat. Of the houseboat. Unbelievable. And you couldn't do it? Man, I owe Big Red a beer for that one. <laughs> I think you owe Big Red like a 30-pack for that one. <laughs> Fair. Buck, what My, would you do if you had to... You know how bad I stink. Yeah. What would you do if I... It's not happening. ...clogged up your toilet and you had to put it down? You can give me all the hot sauce in the world. <laughs> I am not. I'm not unclogging your shit. You know, when I wrote this, I I I was thinking something totally different. Like I'm glad you brought this up, DG. Like you had to plunge my shit, but I was thinking like you were at you were on a date and you went over to a girl's house and you clogged it up first time you ever met her, and you clogged up her toilet. And you're like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Like, you're embarrassed. Like, it's her parents' house or something. Do you go out there and ask them for a plunger? Like, that might be even worse than what we're talking about because now you're embarrassed. And, every, and yeah, and, and there's no mistaking whose fault it was. Yeah, you're like, the, you were the last one in the bathroom. The situation then changes 
Like, Jurassic. I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this son of a bitch flush. <laughs> I'll I'll scoop it out of the toilet and throw it out the window if I have to. Would you grab it bare hand? If it came to it. Yes, I would. If it was my own. I don't think I could ever grab my own bare hand, boys. I'm, I might be in hey, that bucket I was talking it, about. If it's that big and it does that, I'm, I may just leave it and be like, hey, <laughs> early Christmas present, <laughs> guys. Buck, your turn. <laughs> Sucking Andre the Giant's toe. For how much money? I was, that was the question I wanted someone to ask. Andre the Giant. For those of you that don't know, is one of the most popular wrestlers of all time. 500 pounds? Oh, yeah. He was like 7'5", probably. 500 pounds. He was just ridiculously big. Like, if you see his picture, look it up on Google. Of a beer can? Of a beer can in his hand, you can't even see the can. And that's just, that's my question is, if his hands are that big, how big's that toe? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, my... My mouth probably you got to suck on the toe. It's it's not. How high. much money are we talking? Yeah, it's gonna be. Give me a hundred grand. I'll suck on a big toe. Well, I mean, I think I think another question to ask here is like, is Andre the Giant doing this voluntarily? Or are you trying to suck his toe against his will? Voluntarily. How much money would it take for you to suck that big toe after a match, a wrestling match? Athletes' feet. Athletes' feet, sweat, everything involved. Maybe a big-ass long toenail hanging over the skin. How long is the sucking? Ingrown. How long infected. is the sucking? How long you got to suck? 60 seconds. And you got to gotta put an effort into it. The 50 grand for me. I'm going 100. I'll do it for 50 grand. I'll do it for 50. Actually, you know what? I might do it for 25. I'll suck the shit out of that to over 25,000. You know, I, I mean, what if I it's got a big old wet... Blister on it. Oh, you, oh we didn't mention blisters <laughs> or bunions or anything. And you suck on that thing so hard it just pops in your mouth. Oh, man. Now <laughs> now we're talking 250 if it's <laughs> popping. <laughs> I mean, Andre the Giant's a big guy, boys. I mean, that toe has got to be at least, at least. His big toe is at least, and I'm not shitting you, four inches long. Guarantee it. And probably two and a half wide. <laughs> what do you think, Buck? Four inches long, two I mean, and a half wide. That's probably an understatement, dude. He's, he's probably wearing size 16. Boots. They were like 20-some shoes. Okay, 20. Uh, that's a I'm, big toe. That's a giant toe. And I got a little mouth. <laughs> big teeth. He's not going to enjoy it with them teeth. Oh, I'm going to bite the fuck out of it. <laughs> for 100 Gs. 100,000. Yes. DG, you sticking with 50? I'll do it for 50. I think I could suck Andre's toe for 50. How about this one? Hundred grand to suck Andre the Giant's toe for a minute straight, or to suck Satan's toe sucker for a minute straight. Which would would you rather? Oh, that's a great question. That is a great question because for those of you that are new to the podcast, we've got a sucker here has nine million Scoville units and it's really really hot. Nine million? Nine or million. Four? Nine. You told me four. It's we just nine. read the back it's of the box. It's nine million. So you conned me into it. <laughs> we haven't done it yet. That's five fucking million Scoville. Nine. Nine. But you said it was four. Oh, no, I said it was nine. I don't know where the hell have you been. You haven't been listening, but I'm scared to death of nine. 
We yeah, just did I'm, a million and it was hot. That was a great question. I'm doing Andre the... I'll suck Andre the Giant's dick for a hundred grand. <laughs> before <laughs> before Satan's toe. At least I know just the head's well, getting in. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you one thing, Uncle Buck. If you're worried about his big toe, you're definitely not sucking his thing. Moving on. Because uh, that's going to be way bigger than his toe. You think it's calloused? Corey, pick out the bucket. <laughs> Things that stink. I mean, the first thing, obviously, is just shit. I mean, it never smells good, no matter, even if it's yours or someone else's. Um, just, yeah, stuff stinks. Feet. B.O. Yeah. Feet in general. Uh, how about just driving up 71 on your way to Columbus yeah. by the by the water treatment plant? Water treatment Every plant. time it gets me. Every time it gets me. I've well, never I've never driven by the water treatment plant where it hadn't. Hatton kind of got to my stomach a little bit. How about just Chillicothe in general, a local town that we're all familiar with? You know, with? I don't I don't mind the mead. You don't I, mind I the I don't mead? mind the paper mill because it's totally different from the water treatment plant because you know okay. what well you know what's going through the water treatment plant. Yeah. Right? A bunch of poo-poo. Yeah. Same thing that's going in your smart water. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. Absolutely. But with the with the with the paper mill, like, you know, it's just wood. It's just the byproducts of the the fumes of you know making paper. It's it's all wood and it it's like all mud. natural. Smells about, like mud. It, it doesn't smell pleasant, but it's all natural. Dead animals. Yeah, that, you know, I've never really seen that. Just that road. Like how about a skunk? I know, like I know. a dead yeah. skunk. I love it. Yo, I love uh, bleach, a freshly mowed yard, and some skunk. <laughs> Together, it's a heck of a not smell. together, but the like bleach three, of mowed yard and skunk together. If you like your favorite smells, scents that you can smell, bleach, yard, and some skunk. Okay, yard, I can get down with that. Bleach, what's wrong with you? Skunk, um, not a pleasant smell, but not nauseating. I mean, it is just. I got one for you. This one, this one's going to resonate with the podcast pretty well. Talked about it last weekend being hungover. About after a long night of drinking, you wake up in the morning and you just piss in the toilet, and it is golden. And that that's that stinks. That's just a stinky piss, a dehydrated piss. How about after you, the next piss after a couple hours after you had a, a handful of asparagus. You ever never experienced you ever experienced that one? Never experienced it, DG. I don't I don't eat a whole lot of asparagus. Well try that one. Not good. My next one. Murder. Murder in general. That's pretty broad. Buck, what would it take for you to pull the trigger on somebody? You'll walk through my front door unexpected. That easy. At huh? night. At Not night. easy, huh? Yeah. At night, At someone night. breaking into your house. At that point, it's fair game. Okay. So at that point, no questions asked. None. You're getting blown. If he if he runs away, if he turns his back, I might hesitate and then say, hey, little bitch. Shoot him in the leg. Turn back around. Make him turn back around, and I'll put it right through his fucking heart. Oh, but if he's in my Not house, even the leg, the heart, the chest. If he turns around. Yeah. It's fair game. Okay. I mean, it's you work for what you own, what you provide for your family. 
Um, and when somebody, you know, unwilling knocks down your front door, and wants in the to take of, that from you, wants to take my shit. Then it's, I mean, it's, there's no gray line. Okay. What about all these movies that we watch? That's a good answer. Is that I, murder? I feel the same way. That's not murder. No. I don't I, even think that's murder. But. Well, well, I mean, under the definition, there probably is, but in my opinion, it's not. You're just protecting what's yours. Um, how about all these movies that we see? Like if someone, if someone shot me and killed me for no reason, like I didn't do nothing, like it was just plain murder, and you went after him, would you avenge my death? Would you would you would you would you take someone else's life because you're one of your best buddies just got murdered? Like would you would you go after that person? Have you ever seen the movie The Town? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where the two of them walk in, he's he he walks up to him and he says, I need you to do something, but I don't want you to ask what or why. I might not kill the dude, but he's probably never gonna walk or eat food and that's all it ever again. If he takes your life. Because I want him to struggle. I want him to just, yeah, hate his. And life. I feel the same way. I feel like if if one of if one of my buddies or something got just straight up just murdered, killed in cold blood, cold blood. I feel like I would want some kind of vengeance, and someone would really have to sit me down and talk me out of it. Just being honest, DG. How do you feel about murder? Uh, I don't ever see myself. Murdering anybody? No, I'm not. I mean, I mean, just murder in general. Yeah, I'm not talking about you murdering someone. Like, just murder in general. Like, murder. I wonder what's going through that person's mind right before they take the life of another human being. Well, I, I think it. Anybody who willfully murders another person has to be messed up in the head on some level. I just don't think it's natural for one human being to be filled with enough hate to kill another. Now, I know it happens. I mean, it happens all the time. But I just can't, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around that, like why that would happen. Right. And you know how many murders happen over absolutely nothing. Like just, just someone owes somebody $20 and yeah. then their life gets lost. Not even that. It's just somebody walking down the sidewalk. Right. Yeah. Like you said earlier, I mean, it's pretty broad, DG. Like we could talk about this forever. Murder, I mean, it goes, it goes a lot of different ways. Who's, whose was that? I'll go. Was that mine? Murder? I mean, you got... It was murder. It was mine. All right. Go ahead. Bungee jumping. I think I could do it, but that's it. I <laughs> would I would skydive before I bungee jump. So if we're talking about like the Golden Gate Bridge, and you had like a little bungee tied around your ankles, nope. and someone pushed you off, you wouldn't do it just for fun? I mean, People somebody, do it all the time. Somebody pushed me off, I don't have any choice. I know, but you wouldn't do it willingly. Nope. Like someone just gave you a little push, and nope. you would fall off would not do and like bungee up. What about like, like uh, Kings Island? It's right around our area, down to, downtown Cincinnati, kind of. That thing. Would you ever bungee jump at Kings Island? Never liked the looks of that thing. People pay like 100 bucks a bungee jump there. That's That doesn't spark your interest at all? No. I, I take my answer back. It's the wet or the the ankles where they tie it. Yeah. It's head first. I'm not doing bungee jump. I will skydive. I would skydive with DG, but bungee jump. I changed my answer. It's Corey the, with the it's K. The ankles. No, I'm with everyone else. I'd rather skydive because like you could bungee and jump up. Like you've seen, I've seen like videos where you come back up 
and the freaking thing just like grabs you and you get caught and yeah Break i'd almost leg. rather like base jump where you jump off with just a parachute and you pull the chute and come down okay i'd rather i would do that before i'd bungee buck go ahead men with ponytails i dig it i could never do it like i i couldn't do it why not I don't if, you had, it, if you had long hair, my wife wouldn't let me. Oh, if I had long hair, I could do. I like. I would say. Rock it. Let's just say you weren't married and you were a single guy, and you could grow a ponytail. Would you do it? I don't think I would let it grow to the ponytail stage. Okay, I would just get it to where that curl in the flow, where you you know you put it in your cap and you take your cap off, and then every woman's like, "Damn, he's got some lettuce." <laughs> that I think I think uh, um, when I think about ponytail. I'm thinking of a guy with a lot of tattoos. He likes to wear leather and he rides a fucking hog. I think that is the perfect example of a guy with a ponytail. Or a 1994 Ford F-150. That too. I saw a picture of Clay Matthews today. I just thought, man. Old linebacker. Used to play for the Packers. Packers. Played for USC in college. A great. I, I just thought, you know, just for a day. I'd love to have hair that long. But I don't think I would put it in a ponytail if I had hair that long. I'd just wear it down. Fun fact about Clay Matthews. I'm named after his father. Okay. Used to play for the Browns. I never knew that. Used to play for the Browns. He's a linebacker. Monk used to be a huge member of the dog pound back in the day. Is that why your middle name's Matthew? Clay Matthew. Was named after Clay Matthews' dad. Huh. Used to play for the Browns back in the day. Wait, wait. Your dad was a huge member of the Dog Pound. He used pound? to be a member of the Dog Pound. And he used now to he's go up there all the time. Fan. Once they left Cleveland, they went to Baltimore. Okay. He switched. He said, "Hell with Cleveland. I'm done with them." He hates the Dog Pound now. He can't stand them. It's not real Cleveland. It's not real Cleveland anymore. Okay. They I left. Agree. They left once already. Don't come back. Now, see, you ask like you ask a Cleveland fan, some of them, and you say, "Hey, you're in Baltimore right now." You don't even exist. See, they'll they'll fight and you right oh, there. Oh no, I've been a fucking yeah. dog pounder for life. Yeah, they'll fight. No, Monk was the real dog pound. All right, Corey. My next one is what's the long one? Talk, talk us. Oh, talk us into the Bengals. Okay, talk us into the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. I thought that was a V. Oh. Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Talk us into it, brother. Uh, You're a Bengals fan. This is a good one for you to have, Corey. Yeah, I, I mean, the biggest thing is just Joe Burrow. His He's already won national championship. He's already demonstrated in the first three games that he's a man. I mean, I, I've I learned following watch. I, nowadays, Every after every game, I watch press conferences. And on the first game versus the Vikings, he, he made a check. Well, just on this past Thursday night game, he did the same thing. To CJ. Yeah. There was a five. He had five wide receivers. He saw uh, pretty much a a zero coverage, which just pretty much meant eight people were blitzing and uh, three, uh, like, cornerbacks were staying out. He he just did a little screen. He said they've never – they've done this multiple times, but their tight end's never been in that position, and he caught this – Little screen ran for twenty five yards, got him in field goal range, and they won again. So, I'm um, giving him him given that power this early year two, technically yeah. year two. He's only he's only played twelve games since he was hurt in the first nine games. So he's still technically a rookie. I mean, your first 16, 17 games is one year, and I mean he's just the dude. I mean he's got that it factor that people need. 
Last night, they were down 14-0 to zero at halftime. Joe Burrow goes into the locker room, back against the wall. This guy comes out. We've struggled on offense all year long, if you ask me. I mean, now, now think about it. Against the Bears, we didn't move the ball at all. That's what I was going to say. Against the Bears. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow hasn't been like unleashed yet this year besides tonight. The Bengals offense, if they're unleashed, I think with Higgins being, you know, healthy, he missed this game, but if Higgins is healthy, the Bengals, I think, have like a top five wide receiver core, and they've probably got a top ten running back in the league. And if Joe Burrow can have all them weapons to his disposal, I think their offense can be lethal. He had he had 350 passing yards last night. 25 of 32 passing, two touchdowns. Let, let the guy, let the guy play the game that he wants to play. Let this guy cook. Their wide receiver core and Joe Burrow, let him throw to him. We got Tyler Boyd, we've got Higgins, we've got Chase, we've got one of the most athletic and youngest wide receiving cores in the whole entire league. And if we can sneak into that wild card, I think we can make some noise. Who says we can't win the Super Bowl? Who says it? We're Our, three and one. Does anybody know like when the last time the Bengals were three and one? 2015 when they started eight now. 2015. Okay, so it's been six years. Are we on to something here, DG? What do you think about this year's Bengals? I'm uh I am cautiously optimistic, best way to put it. Yeah, um, you have every right to be. We yeah, lost I mean, to the Bears. We, I've been a Bengals fan all my life, and I've been burnt a lot of times. And there, that eight no season, like Corey said, 2015 started out eight no. What we do, losing the first game of the playoffs, wild card. Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing, DG. Without Dalton, talk me into winning the Super Bowl. That was the question. Well, my response to that is, I can't. <sighs> That's not what I wanted to hear. I mean. It, Joe Burrow is as good as his offensive line will allow him to be okay. with the weapons he has. I didn't mention that. Joe Mixon is as good as is a good running back in the league if his offensive line will allow him to be. I agree. Um, Joe Burrow is as smart of a quarterback in the NFL as you're going to find, and he is as prepared going into each and every game, each and every week, as you're going to find. Um, Joe Burrow, like I said, he's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. He's that caliber. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I don't think it. It probably won't happen next year. But it's going to happen. Buck, what do you think? That's a great point, DJ. You talk about this year Super Bowl. I'm. I'm talking you into it. Rolski hit it. I mean, I'm saying it's one of the best, if not the best, wide receiving core. Top five in NFL. Top five. Disagree. You had Joe Top Mixon, five. and I think Mixon can be. A top five back. Easy. Um, They've won the last two games without their best wide receiver. T. Yeah. Higgins is their most talented. He's their best, most overall talented wide receiver yes. on the team. Guaranteed. Uh, I don't know, man. It's the offensive line. If they want to win it this year. I agree. That, that's you, our if, if you play the, the Chicago Bears, who has Khalil Mack and all them studs that just they raped gonna, us I mean, they're they gonna did. they're gonna beat the interior line 
to death. And that's why we lost. You've got to make moves if you want to win it this year. And that's the question. And that's, that's I mean, that was the decision we made. We said we want to make our wide receiver core better when we took Chase over the offensive lineman from Oregon. That was a... I mean, up top it, decision. We we can sit here and we can argue until we beat each other's dicks in the dirt. Who we should have taken in the draft this year? I know DG's a big CL or CL fan. I'm still on Team Sewell. So, I, I Jamar Chase. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's yeah. a straight weapon. He's a good. He's good. He's, he's a stud. He's a straight. He's a stud. But here's the thing: Jamar Chase has got 11. Uh, I don't, I don't know about last night, but before last night, he had 11 receptions for four touchdowns. He's a deep threat, man. Yeah. Are we willing to spend our first rounder on a deep threat? I mean, to me, you look at the team. It's more than deep route, man. I mean, he does the the, the third and fours, the third and sixes. Okay, but why is he only got eleven receptions then? If he if he's running slants and did outs, you, then he's going to have more than that. Did you send in a text last night? Why the coverage is just fading? They're playing moving soft. towards Chase. Well, that's because that Higgins was out. Yeah, but Boyd and Boyd, Boyd went off. Right. Uzama. Boyd was running the under outs. This is the best offensive weapons that the Cincinnati Bengals have had since probably 2008. Since I since just, AJ uh, Green was you know in his first few years, Carson Palmer, right, right, Kushmanzada, right. OJ Cinco, I agree, all those guys. But it comes down to defense, and I think our one defense weak, and offensive line, our weak link on defense is Eli Apple. Yes, he's corners been, he's, are weak. Eli corners Apple, are weak. But Eli Apple's been subpar so far this year. But we got Trey Wayne's coming back. Highest hopefully. Guy. Yeah. No, he was back last night. It was the first game back. Highest state guy, DG, and it's a weak link on the Bengals. Go figure. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, I think he might be a little over the hill. Honestly. I think, but honestly, to go back to the question, convince you to make the Super Bowl real quick. Make some moves. Get some beef in the offensive line. I don't care what it takes. And then I think our defense can cons- consistently put out, you know, great numbers. Turnover rate is substantial. The turnover rate is what, like plus seven? That's Logan Wilson, baby. That's baby. Logan Wilson, exactly. Defense is great. Offense, you put an offensive line together. The weapons we have, Bengals, make it out of the wild card and make it to the Super Bowl. My one, my one point I want to make. The Bengals are three and one at this point in the season, which looks great on paper. However, Leading the division. However, if you look at the the defensive lines that they have played against, the only above average defensive line they played against Chicago Bears was a loss. T.J. Watt was out against the Steelers. It's a great point. They played basically played the, the Steelers practice squad. Right. Moving on, we'll grab out of the bucket here. Birds mating. It's shifting gears a little bit there. Birds mating. Ah, uh, does a male bird have a penis? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, gosh dang it! Can we talk about it? Do birds have penises? I've never really known how that all works. With I mean, with birds laying, laying eggs. eggs. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, know. How the hell does it work, Buck? It is fried chicken. <laughs> An egg is fried chicken for sure. I think all we've birds, got a text coming up later about the fried chicken. But all birds are drones. You know that, right? You think they're watching our every move? They're drones. They're not even. They're not real. That's so, the stupidest conspiracy theory I've ever heard. <laughs> birds mating, DG. Are they humping? Are they like? I I just don't know. Like I, I don't either. I, I mean, that's a great question to ask. I'm never, glad it was in the Bible bucket. Per, but per, per Google, 
Most or all male birds do not have penises. Here we go. So, so they don't. All they do I'm, is cuddle. I'm I'm guessing. That, I mean, how how does how does she lay an egg though? I like, think, does a does a female bird just get old enough to the point where they just start producing eggs on on their own? On their own? I don't know. So if I was a male bird, I'd be pissed off. Well, you don't you don't know you don't have a, a penis if you're a male bird. Like you've never had one. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a great. You've point. You've never done anything different. Yeah. Like never, you're, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a male bird. Your only job is. So what to, do they live for? So you don't you, eat fucking shit. And go shit? get you, you you worms and bring them back to the nest. You don't okay. think you don't think the the male birds are building up like we do? Like if we go like a month without it, you don't think they're they but got they a don't have sack? a penis. They don't have balls. Yeah, they oh, don't. They okay. don't have. They don't okay. have the hardware, so brother. They don't, they don't have that then. So okay, we're just gonna leave it. Let's at that. just say I would hate to be a bird. They don't have the hardware. DG. Uh, sending someone the wrong text. I can't say that's happened very often to me. I mean, it happens on occasion, but never really gotten me in, in any hot water with anyone. I mean, there, there's probably some stories out there for a lot of people. You think about it. You send like a like a sext or something to like your girl you've been texting, and then all of a sudden you send it to your mom. Or the group, the, the guy's group chat. The guy's group chat. Perfect example. Here we go. <laughs> I was say I have one too. But Buck's got something for oh, us here. I mean, we had we had a text going hard today, right? Yeah, oh yeah, we did. We yeah. were sending each other like celebrities that we thought we would bang, but nobody else. Well, would. I wouldn't necessarily say bang, but celebrities that we We've, thought we, we found would attractive, attractive that we didn't think anybody else would find attractive. But Buck said he would bang most of them. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say no to a single one. I mean, like I said, I I said I I wouldn't turn her down for some pussy. But I wouldn't wife her up. Right. And that went directly to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Okay. I mean, oh, shoot. And was, was, I she mad, to, was she mad about it? Hell she said, no. She said, what? Mrs. Buck don't give a fuck about anything this guy says. And that's why I love her. And I, That's about like my wife. Like we, we can talk about anything. Like if I screw up a text or anything, like I can tell her the conversations we have and she just don't give a shit. And that's why we wife them up, Buck. Ain't that right? I mean, they're perfect. They're perfect. We're perfect for each other. We may not be perfect, but. They're perfect for us. Exactly. You're damn right. Moving on. Corey with the K, pick up your next one. My next one is check engine lights. So, um, fuck them. Yeah, they, <laughs> they suck. That usually just means it costs money. But I mean, I had an older Jeeps. I've had a couple of them, and that's just typical with older Jeeps. Check engine light, older vehicles. Sometimes you just got to live with them. Man, I tell you what, check engine light came on my truck the other day, and you know it's not that old. It's a 2014. I was kind of a little nervous. I went into the what is it? Advanced Auto, whatever it's called. O'Reilly's, all these. Whatever. They there. come out. I said, hey, I got a check engine light. You know, old boy with the mustache. He's got a big old chaw and spitting mm-hmm. all over the freaking ground. He comes out. He's got his pants hanging down because he's he's a bigger guy. He's got the belt. He goes, oh, looks like you got an oil sensor out. I say, that right? I said, he goes, come That's on right. in. He goes, come on in. I'll print you out the paper. I said, all right, I follow him in. His fucking ass cracks hanging out. I go into the counter. He goes, yeah, it looks like you hear the code uh, 54321. He goes, this looks like it's an oil sensor. He goes, uh, we got it in stock, forty nine ninety nine. I said, you know what? I'm the sucker. I'm just a fucking you sucker. What? Bought I bought the fucking sensor. I said, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and yeah, give yeah. me one. He goes, I said, I'd like to have one on hand. He goes, yeah, I got it in stock for you here. Did you check the gas? Dodge Ram 2014. I said, all right, here we go. He got me one. 
Some of bitch light don't even come back. It was on. the gas cap. I pull back <laughs> out. The, 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 the light cap. don't even come on. I return the son of a bitch in part the next day. They got me. <laughs> Fuck check engine lights. That's my story. I don't feel bad for you. That's your own fault. I've been riding with my check engine light on for six months. Six <laughs> months. Fair enough. I hit a button and I'm it goes sucker. away. I hit the select button. It goes away. I got a 2014 also. It comes on, I hit a button, it goes away, and I don't even think about it again. Mine, well, mine came on this week, and the, the engine was blown. Oh, see? What <laughs> happens there, DG? Well, that's because... His engine blows. That's because yeah. his car got stolen last yeah. week. I haven't, I haven't shared that Sons story. But, <laughs> yeah. Buck, I'm very anal when it comes to vehicles. Me too. So Me when, too, brother. When it pops on, I want to find out what it is. Me but too. I feel like I'm manly enough. To find out what it is, you ain't I will figure it out by yourself. I will take it. I will you, take it to like you an ain't O'Reilly. No fucking mechanic. But listen, I will take that it to an O'Reilly. Makes sense. Or an AutoZone and see what they say. I'm not going to go buy a part after they say it. I'll take it home. Ask my dad. Hey, what do you think? Now nah, that's yeah. there's no way it could that could possibly be it. Check your gas cap. Nine times out of ten, yeah, you just put it on wrong, especially on a Ram. I've been, to, I've been to O'Reilly's and they've said it's a gas cap. I've done it. You know what? I'm going to admit it. Well, this guy had a greasy ass crack waiting for you. And guess what? It worked. Well, you know what? I bought it. And guess what? I returned the fucking part too. Well, got my money back. You're lucky. Whose turn is it? Rolski's. It's my turn? Yeah, I we, got got two, we all I have one left. We skip Buck. Oh. Buck, go. Go. Dennis Rodman. Oh, dude, I love, I love Dennis Rodman. I love me. I mean, we're all going to say it. It's his conversation to have. We're all going to say it. Greatest defensive player, greatest rebounder of all time. Greatest rebounder of all time. I'll, I'll, to get you that that extra possession to prevent the offensive rebound and to move the ball down court. I mean, he, corner of his eyes, tossing it down to, you know, Ron Harper, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen for the fast break point. Rodman. Best rebounder of all time. The ultimate hustle player in the history of the NBA. The ultimate hustle player. Let's also talk about the 98 finals where Rodman took a a leave of absence and went and snorted cocaine with Carmen Electra in his Vegas hotel room for about a week. I think I read somewhere they're going to either be making a movie about that or a documentary. Well, they already did. It's, it's, it's the, uh, it's not the last, it's dance. the last, yes, no. it is. It's in that, it's, it's, in, it's, it's in the last dance, but I'm saying that whole turn of events where Rodman left to go to Vegas, it's going to have its own thing. It's, it, it's either a movie or it's going to be a, a, like a mini series. You would have did to did be you watch crazy. the last dance? The guy was riding Harleys with biker gangs with his shirt off and everything else out there in Vegas. He like he was having a time Carmen with Carmen Electra. At that point, I mean, 90, you said 98. It was 98 championship. She was, was probably Jordan's what, last championship with the Bulls. Two years before, she was probably the center forward of Playboy. And she was on Baywatch. Keep going. Gorgeous. Oh, she was something. If else. It, if, I'm if, surprised if, Monk didn't say that was his crush. If all she wants to do is breed, I'm going to take 16, 24, 48, 72 hours off of my <laughs> full time job to breed. Fair enough. Corey? No, we messed up the order. We all have one left, so if you want to go in the same order to you. Okay, well, my last one here says TikTok. TikTok overall, I'm going to make this plain and simple. It ain't nothing but a gosh dang PG-13 OnlyFans right now. 
if you go on there and you swipe a few times, all there is is a bunch of girls trying to get a bunch of attention. They've got tank tops on. They don't have no bras on. You can just see their nipples through their T-shirts, and they're just doing little dances. Their boobs are flopping everywhere. TikTok is nothing but a old-school Maxima magazine. So correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, TikTok, it, like, it uh, produces like an algorithm based on what you stop and watch, right? So now you're saying that all I do is watch is <laughs> girls with girls their TikToks That's what I'm insinuating, yeah. When I had TikTok, pretty much all my videos were either cooking videos or work like gym, like working out videos. That, that was it. Well, if you're not watching what I watch on TikTok, you're missing <laughs> out. Moving on. Cigars. Uh man, ain't nothing like a good cigar. I uh, I go for the the short ones. I the long I, I can't I can't smoke the long ones. Like not all at once. No. And I don't like to smoke half of it and then you know, snuff it out and then try to smoke it a different time. Like, no. Usually when I buy cigars, it's some kind of special occasion. Bachelor party, wedding, um, a vacation, you know, some, something. A baby's been born, like something like that. So I like the shorter ones, the ones that burn quicker. And I like the lighter wrapper because the darker the wrapper, the harder they hit and the more my head spins. Yep. So that's where I'm at with cigars, but I love them. You know, when I think of cigars, I go, I take myself back to being 16 years old, driving around in a Dodge Avenger with this big old wing on it with gray pinstripes down the middle of it. And I, spoiler. And I think about a White Owl, just a cheap cigar. Back in the day, what was it? Probably like a dollar. You can buy them from the gas station. You get your buddy that's a senior in high school, and you tell him, hey, bud, go buy me some White House. And you thought you were just the baddest motherfucker on the planet driving around your car at 16 years old puffing on a White House. When it comes down to it, those are the worst cigars you could ever smoke. They tasted like shit. You woke up the next morning. You could taste it. It was the worst feeling. Like, I hate smoking shit. Like, that. the next morning, cigarettes, whatever, it's just... Terrible. No, you're right. You're right about that. You wake up next morning, and that taste that you awake with in your mouth, it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be something you want to, you know, you want to experience frequently. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing quite like, at this point in my life, nothing quite like a bonfire Oh, with a little nip in the air, some neat bourbon. With a quality cigar. With a decent cigar. Yeah. Like, not a cheap one. Like, it just... You know, a decent one. A quality. The middle of the road. Not a wide house. No. 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 Buck, any experience with a cigar you want to talk about? When I think of cigars, I think of Al Capone, um, Tony Montana, you know, sticking his nose in some Coke and then pulling that thing out and just puffing (laughs) on a cigar. But then Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong, MJ himself, that was like his main go-to. Still is. He loves them. And uh, Joe Burrow, Rolski. Yeah. yeah, Joe Burrows. I mean, his last photo as an LSU Tiger winning the national championship was and smoking a cigar. But so uh, it, overall, myself, I don't like them. It's horrible. I bought a couple for the past couple events that we were all at, and I still have them. <laughs> I never busted them out, and they were pretty decent. I mean, they it's like probably a good thing. We probably at that point in the night, we probably didn't need the cigar, but nah, but I always I, I enjoy like like DG said celebratory just or with good friends 
and they they I think they smell good, but now is it true? I have a good friend Spilly, he was on the pod. Yeah. You don't ash it. No, you don't. Not you a good it, one. You let it burn. Not yeah, like like DG said, a good one. I learned that at a wedding. They did. They were pretty cool. They they supplied cigars for everyone at this wedding and they had like a wedding photo with them in the front and then everyone else like puffing it on the back and that's when i learned that was so when you ash it it gets hotter and the tobacco burns faster and hotter and when the tobacco is hotter it don't taste as good so when you have that big ash it's keeping it warm and not hot and you get more of the taste of the tobacco so when you go buy it the ash insulates it basically. Yeah. So when you go buy a good cigar, that's why they're usually in like a humidifier. Correct. Yeah, they got to be a certain temperature. Okay. Uh, they they gotta, pack better that yeah. way. Yeah. Yep. And they burn better. Buck, I think it's your last one here. Is this it? Pissing outside. Just did it last night. I love it. The best. Is there any better feeling than just whipping out your wiener and just throwing one into the grass? <laughs> nope. Not really, but when your house is across from a school bus stop, <laughs> you know, yeah, and when you walk that. out to the front porch because your dad's taking a leak, <laughs> and then the school bus driver catches you flopping your wiener out to Not take a good. Pit. Yeah, I can't go to a church. No. I can't go to a park. I can't go to a school bus stop. Five years. That's what it cost me. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so... Being outside, a lot of people say they like living in the country because they can walk outside and just throw one off the back porch. I totally agree with that statement. What about you? I mean, like you, you somewhat live in town. Like, can you? I've got a little, I've got a little nook out here in between the garage and the house, and I've got a fence put up. I'll just go out there and piss. Now, see, in that's the where I. That's, that's, that's how I am. That's where I get where you guys' height difference. It it benefits you guys. I'm five eight, five nine. So the fence that I have when I go up to the back deck to take a leak, my dick like hits the middle, the railing. <laughs> so it's just backsplash. So you gotta squat down, my yeah. I gotta okay. either squat or just lift it over my shoulder. I'll tell you what. There's no better feeling. Um, we'll we'll leave this conversation with this. There's no better feeling than you sitting in a tree stand for about three hours, and you stand up and you just whip that. You can just whip that thing out and you just pee straight off from 10 feet in the air and just hear that thing hit the ground. Now, does that scare away the deer? It might. It might smell. It might scare him away. But I tell you what, <laughs> if you got to go, brother, you got to go. Uh, so I got the last one in the bucket. And it says amusement parks. Uh, so the first, the really the only one I've ever been is Kings Island uh, down around Cincinnati and the the only story that, or the first story I thought was me and DG in uh, junior high. What the heck is up with the sign? Keeps falling. All right. Well, the, <laughs> so the, the me and DG in junior high, first time I ever been to Kings Island, first time I ever rode. Um, I was scared of them. Didn't want to go. Just kind of hung out with everybody. DG went on this thing called the racer. And all it is is just two of You're them. You're scared of the racer? I was. I never oh, done that before. Fuck. And there's just two of them that pretty much race. One went forward, one went backward. I think uh, me and him, uh, total, uh, I think we ra- 
rode it like 15 times that day because we just could get off and get back on. No. Nobody would, nobody was in line for no, it. You're, are, are you talking about Honor Society? Yeah, that's what it was. It was the yeah. first time I've ever been there. Well, he rode it more than 15 times. Oh, yeah. Because I know he rode it at least seven times with me because we used to take <laughs> our home phone numbers oh. and toss them yeah. to bitches that were on the other the car. Oh, yeah. So I think, and then I, I, maybe the next year we went again. And then I graduated from the racer and rode to Son of Beast. And I rode with uh, Uncle Buck's wife for the first time. And she was like, oh, it's easy. You, you'll be all right. You'll be. That scared the shit out of me. But you, got, sitting there you got off the ride. She you was were laughing sat- at me. You were satisfied when you got off the ride. It wasn't a couple years later. Somebody died on that, that roller coaster. That, that thing hurts. And it shut down. Amusement parks are just dirty. Yeah, They're just dirty places to be, man. I mean, the food's expensive. The drinks are expensive. I mean, think about all the people that touch them handrails. Now you're like when you're walking through the lines. I mean, you're running your hands all the way down them handrails the whole time. I mean, just think how dirty these places are. No, they are, but like when you're twelve, you don't think about that. Well, I mean, right now, when you're twelve, you just want to get over that that basketball carnival game and make your three shots and get that basketball. You can dribble around the park all and day. And then you gotta dribble around the park all day. And then whenever you get on the coaster, you gotta throw it in like the little box. And then someone else steals it. When you get off the coaster, you're pissed off. But man, when you're dribbling that thing around the park all day, in between the legs, behind the do back, you you're just feel like a badass. Do you feel like a badass? Send a freaking video to your coach and say, "Coach, look, <laughs> I'm practicing at Kings Island." Did you? You have never felt that experience. You, you damn right I have it. Uh-huh. But I've always wanted to, and I always envied those guys and girls. All right, so that was Babble Bucket. First text is from Taylor. Have you ever tried to push the external hemorrhoids back in? It helps a ton from personal experience. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. There wasn't one thought in my mind to put my finger down there and push that thing back in. Have you ever touched it? Oh, I mean, I've cleaned it. I've touched it. Does it hurt when you touch it? It's like Thing is, I don't have hemorrhoids no more. I got rid of the hemorrhoids, and now I'm working with an anal fissure. (laughs) (laughs) Is it plural? Is it just one? Are there multiple? One on the front, one on the back. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's so funny. Yeah, you know what? I got back-end problems. (laughs) It it feels like I got a raw steak on both ends. You poor soul. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. No Better one else has anything to say. Better you than me. So that motherfucker shouldn't be able to order or eat a pizza ever again. What the fuck? Talking about Buck. Ordering the the sweet potato pizza and all uh, that. Oh, yeah. This guy here, he thinks that you should never be able to order or eat a pizza ever again because of the it, toppings you got on it. Obviously, he did not listen correctly. Or maybe I misspoke, but I feel like I said my wife had ordered the pizza. Correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. You, I think you did say that. I said my wife did, so... At the beginning, I'm like... But you ate it and you liked it. Exactly, but this guy has not eaten the barbecue, poor pork, sweet potato pizza. So don't... I was the exact same way. Why would you order this until I had it? Quick question. The 
sweet potato, onion, bar- barbecue, pulled pork? And I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask this question anyway. What kind of sauce was on there? Barbecue Bar- sauce. Any other kind of sauce? It was a barbecue drizzle. Okay, so here's my question. All right, guys, chime in here. What constitutes a pizza? Who's to say what Buck and his old lady had wasn't a pizza but a flatbread? I mean, the picture said it was a pizza. I mean, yeah, he had, he had, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely pizza had, crust. Yeah, I, I'm with Buck. I understand one. what you're saying, though. I was just bringing it up. Just, just want to take take the temperature. Of I the was room the same. I was the same way. Whoever wrote this text, I was thinking, hey. This is fucked up. You set me up. I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to starve for the rest of the night. I got some Smokies and some S'mores. That's it. Don't knock it till you try it. Hey, it's Big Hoss. I work with the one and only legend, Uncle Buck. My question to you is, what's the funniest way you've been injured while making love? Pretty easy for me. I've never been injured. So, there you go. Mine? Trolley horse. Right at the climax. You're you're working up to it. Rigor mortis. And it just goes straight into the back of the leg. And I'm just like, ah! And then it just stalls. And then I'm just done. That's some pain, man. It's just it's just a Charlie horse right in the back of the right leg. It's always the right leg. Why ain't it the left? Not sure. But it stems from going back to a few episodes ago, not having enough water in my system. The Charlie Horse Hoss always gets me. Hey, Hoss hit it on the point. I don't know if it's like the leg position. You might have your right leg draw back while she's on the edge of the bed or your left leg. But when you're really getting into it. And Taking us through the positions. Okay, here we go. It's all about, it's all the, about footwork. It is. It's all about how you're positioned. But if you're giving it your all. With your wife, significant other, one night stand, you want to prove a point, and you're beating it to Mars. <laughs> Jesus. Stay away from the Charlie horses. It's going to happen. It's called rigor mortis. Drink a lot of water. Next question. This one came off our Instagram. This is Cade. Actually, it's not a question. Got a back DG on this one. Scrambled eggs are not fried chicken. By that logic, every woman's period would be a baby. But nope, just the fertilized periods are. Eggs are just a hen's unfertilized period. I uh, I second that, man. That's that's a good analogy. And I was trying to come up with a decent analogy when we were talking about this last episode. I couldn't think of one, but that's that's pretty good. That's pretty comparable. Listen. I'm going to end this right now. Let a female have her period in a glass bowl and sit in a window or under some hay and see if it grows a baby. It's not going to happen. Okay? But you throw an egg, sit underneath some hay, keep it warm, that thing's going to still grow a chicken. Why do they lay in nests? All right? What's the purpose of a nest then for a chicken? Is this is I can't this argue. is this like a what do you mean hypothetical? Is this rhetorical or you want I'm, an answer? I want an answer. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they lay eggs in nest? 
the, I don't know. I mean, when the chicken is born, it's not coming straight out of the chicken's vaginal area like a human birth. It yeah, is laid in a shell, and then they the lay sun. on it. They lay on it. Warm it up. Heat it up. Warm it up, and then it hatches. Okay. You can't do that with period. What the? F- <laughs> Cade, I thought. Get him, are, bud. Get him. What are we talking about here? This is two different situations. I mean, Buck kind of got a point here. I was kind of on Cade's side when I first read this, but then Buck came back with this. It's there. DJ, yeah, you can't lie. No, you're right. The, the, they're two different contexts, but the idea is the same. You know, you have, but in both situations, it's unfertilized. There's no fertilization that's taking place. There's no fertilization that needs to be take place when she lays the egg. What's going to fertilize the egg when it, once 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 it's laid? Dude, we gotta get like some kind of scientist. On okay, we're gonna move on. Yeah, it's a great explanation. I don't. Though. I don't. It, that's a good question. I don't have an answer for it. That's that's why it's I said still that. fried chicken, Cade. All right, next one. As a listener, I need to know one thing: How in the holy hell did Uncle Buck's bitch ass sign a contract before the show's staple, the man we are all here for, Troy the Love Doctor Pierce? I mean, what in the fuck are we thinking here, boys? Troy should have his own segments on lawn care and getting pussy, and you won't give him his credit, Rolski. It's a goddamn shame. DG, you usually keep these cocksuckers in line, but this here is outrageous. The sipping service turning into a shit show. If I were the love doctor, I would go on strike and demand a contract before I step foot back in that shithole of a studio. Hashtag contract for Troy. Hashtag horse shit. Uncle Buck, I know you probably got a lot to say right now, but don't say a word because I'm going to handle this. This is episode 81 of the Sip and Serve podcast. I feel like over the last year and a half, we've had a decent amount of success. What do you think, DG? Absolutely. But with success there will be some haters along the way and if you think that one fucking text message is gonna hurt our feelings make us think twice or slow us down you're sadly mistaken brother i'm holding up the double bird right now and i'm gonna tell you one thing the thumbs are in so you know it's real. I don't appreciate the name calling. Uncle Buck isn't a bitch. And we don't suck cock. But I know one thing. Uncle Buck eats a lot of ass. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. Uncle Buck, bitch ass, licking the back window. Yum. This is Rolski. I'm the cocksucker. See you guys next week. You know, the funny thing about that is if this guy's like a big listener, he would know that we love Troy and we know that he's our banger. We saved Troy for the big episodes, every episode. 
If Troy could be here every freaking episode, you moron, that he would be here. He just can't. He's busy. 